Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Good morning, ladies. So this episode is for anybody who is on a path to manifesting a particular desire at the moment, but it feels like you are constantly on this uphill struggle. And one of the questions you're asking yourself is, is this desire actually meant for me? Or is this something that I should just let go of? Am I trying to just force things to happen here and trying to force something that isn't necessarily meant for me? Or am I just, you know, meant to be going through this process? Is the struggle of getting to where I want to be just a part of my process of growth and something that I'm meant to experience along the way? Now, the reason why I want to touch upon this subject is because if any of you tuned into last week's episode, I mentioned that the past couple of months, the past sort of summer that's just gone, has been a pretty challenging time for myself and my family because we've been spending a lot of time, we spent pretty much the whole summer out in Mallorca property hunting. It's always been a huge, huge dream of mine to be able to own a Finca, um, so a country re- property in, you know, somewhere that is gloriously warm and sunny the majority of the time. You know, right back from the beginning of starting my business, I've always felt this calling to be, you know, in living in somewhere which is warm, which is sunny, having this really sort of rustic, beautiful Finca ideally on top of a hill somewhere and, you know, this to be sort of this this dream house. And, you know, this has always been something that's been on my vision board. And this year, we were in a position financially, because of the success of my business, we've been in a position financially to actually make this happen. And so we started the process and we went out, first of all, in June to Mallorca, believing that this was the island where, you know, we were meant to be and we started the whole process. Anyway, to put it into a nutshell, we put an offer in to the first property that fell through. We then decided going back in August that maybe actually buying a house wasn't meant for us. Maybe we were meant to build our dream home. We put an offer in on a plot of land, it got accepted, and then it all fell through again. (laughs) And so we were at this pretty sort of kind of pivotal point where we're like, are we trying to force this to happen? You know, are we meant to just keep going with this process? Is this just part of our journey? You know, what is this trying to teach us? Or, you know, maybe Mallorca isn't meant for us. Maybe, you know, we're being told the universe is giving us a sign that something different is and better is perhaps available to us. Maybe we should be looking elsewhere. Maybe the timing isn't right. So what I really want to touch upon then is how to understand when you are forcing things to happen and when you perhaps need to let go of something that isn't meant for you. Maybe the timing isn't right. Maybe actually what you're trying to attract into your life isn't actually right for you. Maybe there's something bigger and better out there for you. How to know 
how do you know when you must continue on that path and kind of ride out that wave and experience perhaps the struggles and the setbacks and you've got to kind of keep going because that is your path? Or how do you know when actually, you know, you're just trying to force something? So that is really what I want to touch upon for this episode. Now, when it comes to manifesting desires, a philosophy that I've always had is that it's supposed to be easy. And it's in fact a mantra that I use time and time again, like success is easy, making money is easy, getting what I want is easy. And this is really for me, it's been about changing this belief that in order to have what we want, we must have to struggle to get there. Okay, so when I kind of was reflecting on Mallorca, I thought, well, this hasn't been easy. It's been a struggle. It's constantly been a challenge. You know, we've had setback after setback. This isn't easy. Therefore, it is not meant for me. But on the other hand, there's also this philosophy that I am also really, you know, resonate with that often it's in the times that are the most difficult that we have the biggest opportunities for growth. When I look back at my own journey, it's always been my failures, my setbacks, the times when I've had the most challenging things going on. It's when I've come out the other side of those things and I felt, wow, okay, I've really grown spiritually as a woman. I've grown in terms of my confidence, my tenacity, my resilience, all of these amazing things that we can actually get from our, you know, our difficult roads. So just to say, oh, well, this is difficult, therefore it's not meant for you. This is too much of a struggle, therefore it's not meant for you. That doesn't always necessarily make sense. So how do we know then? How do we know when we're forcing something or how do we know where that struggle is actually giving us some opportunity for growth? Now, a really powerful question that you can ask yourself here is, are you 100% being true to your authentic desires. And if you let go, if you let go of this desire, if you decided to give up on this desire, would that be coming from a place of fear or from a place of love? Because this is really the overall decision. Are we being drawn to our desires from a place of fear or from a place of love? Because the things that are meant to us, meant for us, and the things that we are ultimately going to manifest and feel good when we get there, are the decisions that we make and the desires that we set out to attract that are coming from that place of love, coming from that place of desire, of passion, of, I know that if I stepped into this desire or if I had this desire, this is the thing that would really light me up. This is the thing that is meant for me. I would want this desire regardless of what I feel like I should do or, you know, I'm not choosing this desire because I feel like, you know, I should be choosing it. I'm doing so purely for me and purely because I know that this would bring me joy. I know that having this desire would feel like me being authentically true to myself. That's what acting from a place of love looks like. What does choosing a desire from a place of fear look like? Well, it is the, oh, I should be doing this. Or maybe I should go on this path and, you know, towards this particular desire because I fear something bigger isn't available for me. Maybe if you are being completely true to yourself, what you want is something more. But there's a part of you that fears that that isn't possible for you yet. 
Maybe you believe that you aren't worthy enough or capable enough of attracting or manifesting something bigger and therefore you settle. And you are therefore choosing a desire, not because you are so passionately connected to it, not because you're acting from that place of love, but because perhaps you don't love yourself enough yet to actually fully admit and step into that desire. And I've seen this play out so often in my life previously. In fact, one of the biggest examples of this for me was my reluctance to do something different when it came to my career. I think there was a part of me, even when I was, you know, studying at university, I was studying law, thinking that was the path that I was going to go on. There was a part of me then that was saying, you know, I'd love to just have my own thing. I don't really want to be in the corporate world. I don't think I even want to be working for somebody else and climbing the career ladder. I'd love to do something more creative, more fun, more inspiring. I'd love to be a business owner. Yet I stopped myself right there. I got in my own way because that little voice in my head was saying, you've no experience with business. That's not the safe path. You should go and get a job. You know, what are everybody, what's everyone else doing? They're going out and they're getting a job. That's the safe path. So I wasn't necessarily going along with what was true to me when I started out in that career in law. I was leading from that place of fear rather than that place of love. I was fearful that, okay, for me, like security, financial security was a really big thing. And so the thought of being able to have a job where I knew exactly what I was getting paid each month, like that made me feel safe. But the decisions that we make when we're trying to find that safety net, that comfort zone, aren't always the decisions that we're making from that place of love. Okay? So... I made a decision, I set upon a path, not because I loved it, but because I was very much caught up in that fear and mentality. And I ended up somewhere that I didn't want to be and feeling very, very miserable and lost in a career that wasn't meant for me. Okay, and I've seen this play out so many times since then, you know, where I've made a decision or I've moved towards a certain desire, not because that really lights me up, but because I'm almost setting the bar a little bit too low because I'm so scared to tell myself, yes, I want this thing and for then it to not happen for me or for me to kind of go towards a goal and to then fail. It's almost like I sometimes have set the bar too low because it's easier to not even try and not experience that disappointment. Okay, so maybe you resonate with some of this. Maybe there's some area of your life where you're setting yourself a certain goal or a certain, you know, you've got this certain desire, but actually you're playing it safe. You are perhaps just going along with what you feel like you should do. Or maybe you're not allowing yourself to dream big enough, fearing that if I do dream big enough and I don't get there, I will feel like a failure. Okay, Where are you doing that? Where are you acting from this place of fear versus from this place of love? Where are you not being completely true to yourself and to your desires? Now, another question to ask is, what has changed within you since you chose this desire? 
Because often when we, especially if you're on the beginning of your sort of spiritual journey, you've perhaps only started just tapping into personal development, and let's say you set some desires. Chances are, let's say you revisited those desires six months down the line, a year down the line. If you've been sort of consistent with your own personal growth, a lot will have shifted within you. And so it may be that desires that you initially felt were meant for you, six months down the line, you've changed a lot. You've grown a lot. Your beliefs may have changed. You might have strengthened the belief within yourself, your capabilities. Maybe you've strengthened your self-worth. Maybe you've strengthened your connection to the universe. And as a result of those things, your desires have changed as well. And so it may be that a desire that was once meant for you no longer is because of who you are now. And so this is why it's important to constantly be revisiting our desires and just checking in and saying, well, is this still aligned with the woman that I am now? Okay. Or the woman that I am stepping into. Is this desire still meant for me? Is it still being authentically true to me? Or do I perhaps now need to go in a different path? Or perhaps do I need to set the bar a little bit higher? Now, just talking actually about setting the bar a little bit higher, our desires aren't supposed to feel safe. They're not supposed to feel like, oh, I could, you know, it's so easy for me to get this, I could have it tomorrow. Of course, we want to come to this expectation that we can have those desires and we believe that it's possible for us. But often our greatest accomplishments in life or the greatest things that we will manifest will start at the point where those things may feel like they're out of our reach, okay? And some of the most amazing things that I have been able to manifest into my life when they started out, that seedling of a desire, the first kind of thought was, can I really have this? Is this possible for me? It almost felt like that desire was way out of my comfort zone. As the saying goes, you know, that is where the magic happens. So are you staying too much within your comfort zone when you are setting your desires? A good example of this was me hitting, in fact, Financial milestones with my, within my business are always a really good example of me really stepping out of my comfort zone because I, I think from very much from the beginning of my journey, I've always been very much somebody who's thought big in terms of what I would like to make financially, okay? And I think a big part of this is because of the money mindset work that I've done and just how powerful that's been for me and, you know, my experience. But really kind of connecting with those bigger income goals. So whether it was me as the brand new coach, setting myself the goal of, you know, my first 10K month in my business, whether it was me, you know, then setting myself the goal of my first 100K month, so 100,000 pounds in one month in my business, or more recently, the goal that I set myself to turn over 1 million pounds in the space of six months. Now, these are pretty, you know, incredible income milestones, okay? But one thing I will say is when I first set myself that income milestone, it almost felt like, can I do this? It felt way out of my comfort zone, okay? And that is the thing with desires. You want them to be that little bit further outside of your comfort zone. 
Because what you then do is you then work on the mindset and you go through this experience of growth and transformation to help you to level up, to step into that goal. Okay, if you constantly set goals and desires based upon the level that you are at now, you're never going to grow. Your goals and your desires are meant to push you. They're meant to help you step up. They're meant to help you to level up. Now, the question that we're asking in this episode is, you know, how do you know when to keep going towards a desire and when to let go? Often when we think, oh, this is a struggle, it's too much like hard work, we assume that, oh, we've perhaps set the bar too high. But stop to think, maybe you've not set the bar high enough. Are you actually setting yourself a desire and a goal to manifest that is enough outside of your comfort zone to make it a little bit of a challenge, to make it something that you can level up into? Or are you just playing it safe? So a good example of this was when it came to, um, back when I was very much at the beginning of my journey and it was really what I was charging as a coach and I was very, very much playing it safe, almost to the point where I kind of thought of my prices and I thought, I knew, the back of my mind, I knew I wasn't charging what I was should be charging. So I was charging £500 for my three-month coaching program. But, you know, this was a program that I was putting my all into. And, you know, I was fully invested in my client. I was giving them a lot of my time and my energy. And it was just £500, Okay. I knew at the time what I was charging perhaps wasn't enough. If I was being true to my heart and my desires, I knew I should have been charging a lot more. But I wasn't. I was very much playing it safe. And this, again, comes back to this acting from this place of fear. I was playing it safe. I wasn't, you know, raising the bar. I wasn't stepping outside of my comfort zone. For me to, you know, be on the phone call with somebody and to say, okay, this is how much my coaching is. And to say 500 pounds, it felt felt safe for me. It felt comfortable. You know, it wasn't, you know, outside of my comfort zone. What was really, really interesting was that I struggled. Oh my goodness, I struggled. I struggled to get anybody to say yes to me at that price point. And I just remember going through this phase of no after no after no of people telling me that, oh, I can't afford this. It's too expensive. You know, it's not the right time for me. I need to think about it. But just then never coming back, it felt like a struggle. So I had this income goal of what I wanted to manifest within my business. And I was struggling to get there. I was trying to just do everything I can to make this this happen. And it just felt like I was on this uphill struggle. And looking back, A big reason why it was such an uphill struggle was because I was setting the bar too low. I wasn't thinking big enough. There was a part of me, as I mentioned, that knew I wasn't charging my worth. I knew I should be charging more for, you know, I'd already done so much practice with my coaching. I already knew that I could get results for my clients. I'd already, you know, got trained, got certified. I should have been charging a lot more than what I was, but I was playing it safe. I was fearful of rejection. I was making a decision, not from a place of love, but from a place of fear. And when I raised my prices, everything changed. And raising my prices was outside of my comfort zone. I remember the first call that I did when I had raised my prices significantly. So I'd gone from 500 pounds 
to £2,000. That is a pretty big jump, okay? And that was very much out of my comfort zone. But as I mentioned, that's often where the magic happened. And what was completely magical (laughs) was that the fact that getting people to then say yes to me at that price point, it all of a sudden didn't feel like a struggle anymore. Those conversations that I had started to feel easy and effortless. People were saying yes to me, you know, at the end of that call and saying, look, I want to start working with you straight away. Okay. All of a a sudden, that desire started to manifest easy and effortlessly because I was being very true to myself and what I knew that I should be charging deep down. Now, a final point that I'd like to mention is have you fully decided this desire that you set yourself? Have you fully decided that this is going to be yours? Have you made this desire a non-negotiable or are you perhaps still sat on the fence with something? Okay, in order for us to manifest something, we have to be all in on it. We have to be fully committed. There has to be that decision. Napoleon Hill, in his book, Think and Grow Rich, talks about this. He talks about burning your ships, burning your ships so there is no other alternative. There is no other plan B. What I found from my journey is that sitting on the fence with a desire takes up a lot of energy. That in itself is a drain of energy, okay? You know, if you are saying, oh, you know, I really want to do something, but you're just dipping a toe, you know, that dipping a toe is not going to get you to where you want to be. You've got to be either all in or all out. You're either coming into this and fully committing and deciding that this desire is meant for me and I'm going to go towards this path or you may as well not do it at all, okay? That being on the fence with your desires because what you're doing here, if you're on the fence with something, you're essentially saying, okay, I might try to move towards this desires, this desire, this particular outcome. I might try and attract this. What you're essentially saying is, I don't fully believe that this is possible for me. Because if you did, if you fully believed that that desire was meant for you and it was possible for you, then you would go all in. So at this point, you either have a choice. You either double down on the mindset so that you get yourself to the place of, I fully believe in this, so much so that this is a non-negotiable for me. Or you decide to let that desire go. You've got to be one or the other. Because as I mentioned, on the fence drains a lot of your energy and it's not going to get you to where you want to be. Now, fully committing to your desire also incorporates fully committing to the mindset work that will get you to that desire. For you to commit to the desire and to decide, okay, this desire is something that I want and I'm fully committing to having this. I'm making this desire a non-negotiable. You can commit to that, yet still understand that there is work to do when it comes to perhaps your beliefs or to your energy, okay? So in order for you to fully commit to the desire, it also requires you to fully commit to doing the work and, you know, doing the mindset work that will take you towards that desire. Are you able to fully commit to that as well? When it comes to having anything in life, so attracting anything into our lives, We first need to think about who do we need to be 
first, okay? And often we get this the wrong way around, right? We're like, okay, when I have that thing, I will be that person. So when I have the money, I will be happy. I will be the confident, successful, abundant woman. Forgetting that to have that thing, to have the success, to have the money, to have the relationship, we need to be that person first. And so committing to the desire means committing to being that person first, becoming the person that you need to be to get you to that desire, okay? Which means, you know, working on your beliefs, working on your energy, working on your your identity, working on your confidence, working on your worthiness, okay? Are you ready to commit to those things? Because that's part of the process of committing to your desire. Are you willing to make becoming that woman a non-negotiable? Are you willing to say, look, I am willing to do what it takes to step into that version of me that's going to get me to where I want to go, okay? Because that's a part of the commitment. So remember the question that we're asking on this episode is how do I know, you know, when to keep going towards something and when to let go of it? If you've not fully committed and if you're not willing to fully commit to the desire and to the person that you're, you know, meant to become to get towards that desire, if you've not fully committed to that, you may as well let that desire go, okay? It's not to say that you're going to let it go forever. Maybe you pick that desire up at a later point, but there is no point in just dipping a toe, okay? You're either all in or not at all. So I hope that a lot of what I've said today resonates with you and makes sense. But if you need any further clarity, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Feel free to slide into my DMs. You can find me at Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. And please do keep your recommendations for this podcast coming. You know, what would you like to hear more of? If you have any particular questions or, you know, topics that you would like me to touch upon, again, please reach out, Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. And Last thing, if you have a spare two minutes, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could just leave me a very, very quick review on iTunes. Um, It would, yeah, as I said, it would really mean a lot. And it also helps other people who need it to find this podcast too. So it takes two minutes of your time just to leave a very, very quick review. And I would be eternally grateful for that. Um, All right, ladies. Well, as always, thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you on the next episode. Wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.